be better if I put the microphone yeah, on. Yeah, it would be a big help. I was going to have a cough. So okay. I'll, put the, I'll have right. a cough now. That's better. Yep. Howdy, folks. Howdy. Howdy, Morris. Howdy. And welcome to 10K Radius, another edition of... Yes. Brought to you by MGM Productions. Yes, but one of the M's is missing. Mm. Um, Mendel. Mendel. Uh, Max, he's got a uh, a sick dog. A kranker hund. A kranker hund. And uh, he's looking for a vet that's open on a public holiday, and I don't think he's going to find one. But anyway, he tells us that he's going to be in after the hour at 11 o'clock, so we look forward to having him here. Um, but we'll... Uh, We'll pass we'll along, uh, soldier on, uh, Gary, Gavriel, and uh, we you and I, Meishi, Moshe, Morris, um, <laughs> all three of so, you. Uh, so all three of me, together with you, that makes four. Um, we'll uh, we'll push through for the first hour at least, and uh, entertain and uh, do whatever we need to uh, bring some fun and frivolity to the listening audience. And a few fun facts as well. Oh, absolutely. We've lots got a big of, lots of fun as facts. Usual, as usual, your phone is calling. Yes, it is. I don't know. This is not my phone. This is my uh, good woman Pippa's uh, phone. Oh. And I don't know how to put it on silent. Don't worry um, about it. But anyway, it's it'll, good to it'll know be you're fine. alive when the phone rings. Yes. The problem with mobile phones is. Is their mobile? Yes. And everyone expects you to answer the phone at any time of the day or night. And then they um, they disturb you during the night when you've forgotten to put them on silent or turn them off, and they wake you up in uh, in the middle of the night. Well, I like to have my telephone away from me when I've after dinner, and that's it. Right. Check so if phone. there's an emergency, you're not on call. Well, not for the radio station. Anyway. Right. We we should wish Max's dog a foolish Schlamer. Absolutely, you know. Uh, in, her name uh, is Roxy. His name is Roxy. It's a her. Her. It's a bitch. Her. It's a bitch, right? Well, it's acting a bitch what. today because it's uh, <laughs> okay. keeping Mendel away from the Bad. studio. But anyway, um, he'll be in after eleven. You know, sometimes I mean, Jewish uh, culture, tradition, even halacha, is that we look after our animals. Uh, at times before we look after ourselves, you know, that before we eat and specifically before we drink, you should give your uh, animal a drink, specifically a drink, um, and if uh, required also food, before you actually uh, feed yourself. So uh, there you go. I mean, uh, animals can't feed themselves or drink themselves unless uh, they find food outside or water outside. So you've got to look after them. Otherwise they won't look after you. And I think that would most probably go for plants as well. You've got to water your plants. Uh, particularly I mean, over... Especially indoor plants. They're not going to get any rain no, unless you've got a, a leak in your roof. They might tiptoe in the middle of the night and strangle you. Well, that's true. Them. Creeping vine. <laughs> anyway, what what is today... Uh, Gary? Today is the 7th. Oh, no. Not the 7th. No, it's the 29th. That's it, September. Friday the 29th of September 2023, which we call in uh, Hebrew Yom Shishi B'Shabbos. Do you know that we always refer to the day B'Shabbos? It's always 
something of the Sabbath. So the Shabbat is always uh, there and important up front. So it's Yom Shishi B'Shabbos, Tavshin Fei Dalad, which is 5784. And it's Yud Dalad Tishrei, which is the 14th day of Tishrei, the first uh, or the seventh month of the the year, depending on whether you start the accounting of Tishrei as the first month, or Nissan as the first month. But anyway, um, what else have you got to tell us there, Gary? Um, it's the 272nd day of 365. 93 days left of 2000. With, we're well within the 100 now, 93, and counting down. Got your Christmas presents are all going. Oh, listen, I, I reckon you've got to get in, in early for Krasmach, Hanukkah, Purim, Purim of next year. Pesach, yeah, get all your presents uh, going now. You might, because they'll be at discounted rates. <laughs> you see, if you buy them at, you know, on the day or just before, oh, you're going to pay full rate. Some non-Jewish friends of mine, they always buy their Christmas presents a year ahead. Well, there you go. At the sales. Yep. So if for 2024 Christmas, you're buying your uh, Christmas presents at the end of 2023. Yeah. Oh, no well. They're never going to get any cheaper. No, definitely not. We should play the disclaimer, Morris, before we, we, should. Do, we, before should. we do anything Absolutely, else. Absolutely, always. Before we carry on like two Bob watches. Yes. Here's the J-Air disclaimer. J-Air is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J-Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. Why aren't we we responsible? Why are we responsible, not management? Because they're above us. They tell us what to do. I'm on the management committee. We're on marching orders. If we don't do what we're told, we we get marched right out of here. Something to do with our libel insurance. Yeah, something to do with if we go to court, we're going to lose. It's going to cost us (laughs) a fortune. Oh. And we don't have that much money in the bank. How much have we got in the Jair account? Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were in deficit. Plenty of two. We're running up a bill with the bank. No, no, no. We've got money. We've oh, got we money. Need, we need more. Really? Yeah, that's oh, why you okay. should join as a member. Yes. I'll play the membership theme now. Yeah, do that. Here we go. Ten seconds worth of join up. Okay. Enjoy listening to Jair. Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. Only $54. Oh, and we're bringing in a rewards card shortly. Really? So you'll get discounts on discounts on discounts. What's every, it going to be linked to? Is it Qantas Frequent Flyer or? No, that's not a discount. That's no. discounted. Okay. So you'll get a discount at... Uh, at the it's Jewish a, Film a, Festival. A, a rolling list of discounters right. or rewards from a company called My Rewards. My we, Rewards. We pay them and you, we pay you. Right. Just for joining up. Well, I can't wait to see that. It'll be introduced shortly. Okay. You'll keep us up to date so on that So that's an one. incentive for us to become members. Yep. you get 10% here, 10% there, whatever. Yep. I'm not sure all the real, what there are thousands. But of the com- main benefit of a membership is, um, 
supporting. I'm, I'm actually trying to think of one. <laughs> supporting Jair as a community entity. Well, there you go. Not just you know, keeps us community. on air, keeps uh, 10k radius going, and, and uh, you uh, you enjoy uh, our program between yes. 10 and 12 every I Friday. I enjoy our program. Yes, you enjoy <laughs> the program more than the listeners. Well, how many listeners do we have? I don't know. I think we've got a few now. Yeah. We're starting to uh, build the listener base. We have a few. It's gone from one to two. It's doubled. You know, that's a big, big increase. I wish we could do I that. I don't think we? the commercial stations can uh, can say that they've doubled their ratings. If you'd like to tell us about it, you can call in on 9069-2086. That's 9069-2086. That's the direct line to me in the office in the on the studio and you can even speak to Morris if you like. Yes, you can. <laughs> if um, he's up to it. And uh I'm always up to it. And you and can you can criticize, you can blast me, you can have a different opinion. Oh, you can have an absolute ball having a go at me. We have a text machine too which is operational and its number is zero four zero four Double five six nine eight eight zero four zero four double five six nine double eight. There you go. Don't forget to put your name on the end of it, otherwise <laughs> you'll be known as the last three digits of your telephone number. Now of course today is a public holiday in Victoria. Is it the whole of Victoria or just Melbourne? Is it a bit like Melbourne Cup Day? Um, it's a public holiday for the full day in Melbourne, I think a half a day in Geelong. And that's it. The Why rest of the state works, oh, as far be. as I know. I think it's a holiday in Melbourne because of the grand final parade. Right. So you're saying that if I lived in uh, Corumbara, I've got to work. Or take the day off. <laughs> Skive off and go to the football parade. A sickie. Last year they had the football parade on the river. Did they? Yes. Oh, Okay. Right. So, we do everything uh, for the for the uh, football, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. So tomorrow is the grand final between the Magpies and the Lions. And on Sunday, yeah, it's the grand final in the NRL. Oh, that's right. Yeah, between they always Brisbane, follow the rugby exactly. Rugby league. Yes, between Brisbane and yes the Panthers. Now it's Henry. a problem for observant Jews. I don't know how many observant Jews are left, but anyway, <laughs> for that one observant Jew that is around, uh, they've got a problem uh, in not being able to listen or watch the grand final because it's Sukkot, Sukkot. It's also Shabbat. It starts tonight. Um, Shabbat comes in. What what time have you got there, uh, I've Gary? I've got light candles at 6.04. You're spot on. And, and, uh, and Shabbos goes out at 7.02 tomorrow. Oh, how come you've got the same times as me? That's a one-off. You gave them to me. All oh, right, there you go. So uh, just the uh, Sukkot times. Of course, uh, Sukkot starts uh, tonight and uh, runs through Shabbat. And uh, as you uh, intimated, uh, Shabbos goes out at 7.02. So candle lighting Tonight will be at 6.04 for both Shabbat and Sukkot. 
Um, and tomorrow night, that is Saturday the 30th, um, Shabbat goes out at 7.02, so you light Sukkot candles at 7.02. I hope that makes sense. And then on Prominent Sunday, flame, right? which is the 1st of October, and uh, that's a very special day, and I'll tell you why in a second, that's the second day of Sukkot, and Yontif goes out at 8.03 p.m., now, you've got to keep in mind that Daylight Saving Time, DST, comes in um, on Sunday, the 1st of October. Is it 3 o'clock in the middle of the night or 2 o'clock? 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock? There you go. Well, I'm not getting up. I'll wait till... Uh, exactly right. Exactly right. And uh, I'll wind the clock. And we did check uh, before the uh, show came on that it ends on the 7th of... April. April 2024. You wind your clocks forward one hour. Correct. So you get an extra day, uh, extra hour of daylight. But right. it means you've got to get up earlier to milk the cow. I take the curtains off the window because they're going to fade with that extra hour. You know what it means. It means the guy with uh, your pet hate. The leave blower, the blaster, he's going to come out earlier <laughs> and do his the blasting. The return of the dreaded blower back Oh, man. yeah, he'll be out. He'll anyway. Be, he'll uh, be blowing around till 9 o'clock at night. Yes, did you, that's it. Did you ever use daylight saving for any good purpose? Not one single purpose have I ever thought of in terms of daylight saving. I don't know. Um, well, it means basically... Um, what does, what does it mean, it basically? Mean, yeah. I don't think it means basically anything. I don't think it does anything. Yeah. I don't know why that... Why did they actually bring it in? Did it have something... It's a World War Two thing. Is it? So that you can make more bombs without being 7 o'clock, it would be 6 o'clock. Is that the actual reason? I think it was a World War Two thing. Right. And I think successive studies have shown it doesn't save much time at all. Right. It doesn't save much in electricity. Okay. So, uh, now, we've got a very unusual situation, this Sukkot. It's not going to rain. No, I better check the weather. I mean, that's not normal weather for Sukkot. Usually it comes down in buckets, and you've got to uh, run out of your sukkah back into the house before you get totally and thoroughly drenched. But according to uh, the weather, what's it going to be uh, well, for Shabbat and the next few days? For today, it's going to be 25. Well, that's unbelievable. And sunny. Yep. At the moment, it's 22.6 in yep. Melbourne, we're, we're talking. Yep. I don't know what it is ar around the rest of the world, but yep. I could find out. If you're interested in what it's, it's going to be in Sydney, it's going to be 29 and 27 in Brisbane. Right. Well, At the moment, go. the current temperature in Sydney is 23.6. So what's it going to be for grand final, the footy? The grand final in Melbourne, Saturday the 30th, is a minimum overnight of 14 and a mostly sunny 29 degrees. Wow. So they'll have no excuses about it being a wet football. No. It'll be totally dry. 5%. It'll help the tall players with marking. Ah, That's right. why Collingwood have gone for and a tall forecast. forward line. Anyway. You're going for Collingwood? No, I'm not. I'm going for Brisbane. I'm a Carlton supporter. I can't go for Collingwood. Uh, 
Yes. Calm Brisbane Lions. Okay, on Sunday, October 1, first yep. day of, or second day of Sukkot. Yep. It's going to be 22 with a chance of 20% rain. 20% chance of rain. Nah, that means there won't be any rain. Do you want me to read the full forecast? No, 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 that's okay. Uh, by, by the way, we have to remind everyone that Mendel, Max, who says he'll be in here just after 11, he's a Brisbane Lions supporter. He is the only Jewish guy that I know that supports Brisbane Lions. I, I'm sure there's plenty of them. Oh, I know another. Yeah, do you? Yes. Yeah. Ellie Lerner. Okay. Hello, Yo, Ellie Lerner. Okay, so there's two, at least two that we know yeah, of. At least two. Yep. Collingwood would have a lot. I don't know how you'd pick Brisbane. Maybe he's a former Fitzroy supporter. Fitzroy, Fitzroy, yeah. All the former Fitzroy supporters are Brisbane Lions supporters. So um, all right, so we're going to have uh, good weather. Good weather. Uh, for Sukkot and the grand final. And, the, and uh, what the about the... The air of is kosher. The air of so we can push strollers, we can carry... I might give a little bit of a rundown on what the Aruv is. Why do we have it? What does it mean? What's okay. this whole business about an Aruv? After I run through what we've got on the program. Yeah, absolutely. And I play a song, you're, you're on for the Aruv. Okay. And, and by the way, the Pasha this week is not the normal Pasha because it's Sukkot. We have the reading from Vayikra Parshat Emor um, and... Uh, it's specifically uh, about sacrifices, but then it goes into the three foot festivals, the Shalosh Regalim, which is Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. So that's why we read from the Emor, which is the readings for Sukkot and Shabbat Sukkot. More about that later. Yeah. Uh, in today's program, we'll have days of the year that are celebrated elsewhere. Yeah. Mendel's Mices, if he's got one. Lives of Others, if he's got some. Yep. Around the Shtadel and Shuls. Yep. Twatum with Morris, some Yiddish. Yep. A few jokes, Hochmas. Yep. Music. I'll throw in a few. I'll throw. I wish my phone wouldn't do that. I'll throw That's in a melodic. few. I just cannot uh, turn it off, but anyway. Should be a button um, on the side. Maybe I'll just smash it to pieces. No, no Pip, Pippa won't, uh, won't, won't be no. happy with that. No, she won't. Um, yes, Twadham, uh, I'll, I'll throw in a few quotes. Um, you mentioned jokes and music. We'll do some shout-outs, muzzle tovs. Uh, we'll have a sports section. Ah. Given okay. that it's uh, Erev uh, Grand Final. My grizzle, grudge, and gripe. The yep. return of the dreaded blower back. That's Summer, it. winter, yep. spring is here. Mendel, when he comes in, he can say, you know, talk a bit of Yiddish. And we'll have on this day and on this day in Judaism. Oh, so much. I mean, do, I don't think there's another program anywhere, whether it's J.R. or on commercial radio, that has so much variety on a program. Do you, I mean, it's quite unbelievable. It is. It is. How do we do it? I don't know. I have no idea. Somehow it just happens. Let's, um... What do you want to do now, Gary? Oh, let's play a bit of music. Yeah, let's do that. Have a drink. And then maybe I'll tell the, uh, the, I was going to say the congregants. (laughs) Are our listeners congregants? 
Yeah, we're, we're all part. We're all part of a congregation. They're, all, they're congregating around. It's them, the right? JA Ten K Radius Kahila congregation. Anyway, play your music. What this are we going to listen to? I don't know. You don't know? Is that what it's called? Brave Old World. Okay. Uh, that's the name of the group. Okay. Playing Gather together. The station with the best music. Best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. J-Air 88 FM. Kravim fara bundete, Brave old world into the background. Yes, yabba ba ba bum. 
Whenever, you know, there's a song and there's a yabba baba bum it's like a filler, filling in. So when you can't actually say anything, you go yabba baba bum Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Yeah, it's a, it's a Jewish thing, you know. Okay. Okay. So uh, you mentioned that the Eruv is kosher. The Eruv is kosher. So and, you're going to tell uh, us a, a lot of people, why I am sure, don't even know what an Eruv is. How does an Eruv become kosher? Right. It's not Eruv, it's Eruv. Right. So uh, still got Yabba Baba Bum coming through me. Uh, I'll turn it down a bit headphones. more. Yabba Baba Bum. If I were a rich man. Yeah. <laughs> How long does this uh, recording go for? It stopped. Right, good. So, uh, an Eruv is a Hebrew word meaning mixture. So, why is it called a mixture? Well, we'll ex- I'll explain it, and then you'll understand why it's called an Eruv or a mixture. So, an Eruv is a ritual halachic enclosure. And it's made for the purpose of allowing activities which are normally prohibited on the Shabbat, the Sabbath, and it's due to the prohibition on a Shabbat of what's called Hotza'a Mereshut Lereshut, which is specifically carrying objects from a private domain to a semi-public domain called a Karmalit, and transporting objects four cubits or more within a semi-public domain. Now, four cubits, cubits about... Uh, one and a half uh, feet. It's about 18 inches. From the tip of your finger? Yeah, it's about half a metre. the top of your elbow. So you're talking uh, four times... Uh, four times... It's about two metres. Does it give you much scope? I think I've, I think I've calculated right. Anyway, uh, it's been set up in uh, a lot of Jewish communities, especially Orthodox ones. And... Um, an Eruv accomplishes um, this uh, transportation from one domain to another by symbolically integrating a number of private properties and spaces such as streets and sidewalks into one larger private domain by surrounding it with mechitzas, which are like borders, thereby avoiding restrictions of transferring between domains. So an Eruv allows Jews to carry, among other things, your house keys, your tissues, your medication, or babies with them, with people, and to use strollers and canes. Canes. Do you know that you're not allowed to carry, without a mechitza, you wouldn't be able to actually carry a walking cane, a walking stick? No. So all of these would be forbidden from being carried outside one's home during Shabbat in the absence of an Eruv. So um, there you go. And and, uh, I can go into greater detail on it if you like, but we can finish it there. But um, that's why we say it's kosher. That is to say that the Eruv is um, in accordance with halacha and allows for you to carry outside of your private domain into the public domain and from the public domain into your private domain, etc., etc. There's a lot of laws in regards to it. It's a very strict situation 
And, um, yes. And um, it's operated in Victoria by the COSV, the Council Yes, well, particularly in Melbourne, but not the whole of Melbourne, in certain areas of Melbourne. Um, in Israel, almost every Jewish community is enclosed by a Eruv. Outside of Israel, there are over 150 community Eruvin, as well as thousands of private ones enclosing only a few homes or linking a synagogue to one or more nearby homes. Most major cities in North America have at least one, um, etc., etc. Outside of North America, there's Eruvin in Antwerp, Amsterdam, um, Manchester, Gibraltar, Johannesburg, Gibraltar. London, Melbourne, of course, Perth, Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo, Strasbourg, Sydney, Venice and Vienna. There you go. Have you been to the Jewish Quarter in Venice? I have been to the Jewish Quarter in Venice uh, many times, most probably about 50. 50? <laughs> because I used to do business uh, outside of Venice in um, in a place called... Uh, I'm just it's trying easily. to remember, Grappa, uh, something to Grappa. Uh-huh. And uh, it was about 45 minutes from Venice. So I always used to stay for Shabbos oh, in Venice nice. and uh, stay with the Chabad Rov there. Do you know the Jewish quarter in... Rami, Rami Banin. In Venice was the inventor, as a, in inverted commas, of the skyscraper. Really? Because it was so small and compact... They decided to build up. Really? Yes. Wow. And that was the originator of skyscrapers. It was also the very first ghetto. It's an Italian word. In, in, in the world. People think it's a German ghetto, word. Which I think means an enclosure of some sort. Something to do with ironworks as well, I have a feeling. Is it? Yes. Anyway, let's have a little ta for that. Okay. Okay. We're going on. On this day, it's uh, the 20-something of September. What is the date today? The date is the 29th of September. I thought it was the 26th. I've got my... No, the 26th was uh, Tuesday. And on this day, days of the year celebrated elsewhere, there's the German Butterbrot Day. Butterbrot. That's uh, butterbread. Butterbread. Buttered bread? Buttered bread. Hmm. Don't know much about that one. International Day of Awareness of Food Loss and Waste. Right. Well, that's a good thing. How much food do we chuck out? Oh, well, such a more word. than what we eat. Our health r- regulations are too strict sometimes. That's allied with National Coffee Day. Any day for oh. any day. It's a good day for a coffee. So it's a coffee day today. Well, any, any type of coffee. It just says National Coffee Day. This, right. this is from an American website. Yep. And I- International Happy Goose Day. Happy Goose. Well, okay. Mm. So today you're not allowed to kill a goose. Or eat one. Or eat one. Or its eggs. Its eggs are good. Yes. I'll give it a ta And the National Starbucks Day. 
Ah, well, that, that, that's a line to the coffee day. Exactly right. Yes. That Starbucks has got thousands of shops around the world. It's amazing. Uh, don't know how they do it. I don't know why it became so popular. I mean, at the end of the day, you can make a coffee at home. Yeah, I'll have to buy some coffee on the way home. Oh, there you go. I'm running out. What type of coffee? What brand do you like? Uh, there's a good one in Aldi. Yeah. In the Espresso Pods. Okay. You use the good old pods. The I pod. use uh, just instant. No, can't stomach that instant. Really? The only one that I like is Makona. Oh. Why? I don't know. It's just got a taste that I like. <laughs> it is actually, I think, the biggest coffee roaster in Australia. Mokapan. Yeah, they do all of McDonald's coffee. Uh, well, you can have Nescafe pods. Yep. Which are twice the price of yep. the Aldi pods. Yep. 30 cents a cup. There you Pretty go. Good. If you go to 10 the shop. grams, 10 grams in every, 10 grams of coffee grains or whatever they call them in each cup. 54 beans or something, isn't it? Um, is it 54 or 52? I can't remember. Yeah. Let's have a look at historical events on the 29th of September. In 522 BC, Darius of Persia kills Magian the usurper. Right. Well, Darius was the one that uh, allowed the Jews to leave... Um, uh, Babylon, back to uh, Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, to oh. rebuild the temple. Uh, I'll read that again. He was again. a nice guy. I'll read that again because I... Yeah, he might be the one that married uh, Queen Esther. Oh. Um, afterwards. Darius I of Persia kills Magian usurper Guamata, securing his hold as king of the Persian Empire. So it's about the about the time... For Queen Esther? Yeah, 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 absolutely. In 480 BC, the Battle of the Salamis. I think they should be pronounced Salamis. The Greek fleet under Themistocles defeats the Persian I I, fleet. I don't think they fought with uh, with Salamis, did they? It was um, Hungarians at Hungarian Salami at ten paces. Right. Uh, in 1567, the War of Religion breaks out in France. The Huguenots try to cap to kidnap King Charles the Ninth. Well, there's been plenty of wars of religion. Every other bloody minute. The Vietnam War was based on religion. President Kennedy sent troops to Vietnam because he was told to do so by the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Vietnam. Is that right? So. Kennedy was one of the very, very few Catholic presidents. Yes. Most most uh, U.S. presidents are Anglican or Protestants or whatever they call them. Mm. We've got a connection to the Vietnam War coming up in a minute or two. Okay. On this day. In 1829, the first units of the London Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police appear on the streets of the British capital. Do you know they were called Peelers? P-E-E-L-E-R-S. Or Bobbies. Or Bobbies. 
named after the uh, Prime Minister of the UK, Robert Peel. Robert Peel. Um, what else have we got here? Let's have a look through TV, music, and sport. Nothing exceptional. Did you know that on this day in 1916, American oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller becomes the world's first billionaire? Do you know that he, J.D. Rockefeller, um, yeah, well, in a lot of uh, articles, if you look up the wealthiest individual of all time, he often comes in at number one at uh, a current valuation of 600 billion US. That's uh, getting close to a billion dollars Australian, uh, a, a trillion dollars Australian, although in recent um Wealthiest people of all time, Genghis Khan, comes in at number one. And a lot of horses, didn't he? Well, uh, they reckon he was a trillionaire. Is that right? Yeah. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Mm. William, William the Conqueror comes in at about number three or four. Where do you fit into that list, Morris? I'm one, I, I fit in under anonymous. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, famous birthdays today. Manuel de Cervantes. Any idea? Um, He's Spanish. Wasn't he uh, uh, one of those guys that ended up in South America and ended up killing a lot of the uh, the natives? Uh, well, could be, but he was an author. Oh. Miguel <laughs> de Cervantes Saavedra. He's an author, Spanish, author of Don Quixote. Oh, I was just about to mention Don Quixote. Don yep. Quixote. Okay. He was born in 1547 and died in 1616. Right. Horatio Nelson. We all know Horatio. Well, he was the uh, Admiral. Admiral, 1758 yeah. to 1805. He's been sitting on top of a pole for a long time. In Poor fellow. Square. Yeah. Getting pooed on by lots of pigeons. Yes. He hates every minute of it. <laughs> Enrico Fermi, Italian fellow. Um, Italian-American, 1901 yep, I've to heard the name. 1954. Often referred to as the father of the atomic bomb. Oh, best, okay. for known, best known for his work on Chicago Pile 1, the first nuclear reactor. Okay. And he's, for his contributions... Well, we've got a lot, lot to thank him for. Yeah. And for his contributions to the development of quantum theory and nuclear and particle physics. Right. In the Einstein League. Greer Garson. Yeah, actress. Actress. 1904 to 1996. Trevor Howard. He was an actor. 1913 to 1988. And Lesh Valetza. Valesha. Um... I think they call him Valenza. Valenza. He's Polish. Yeah. Oh, he was the uh, he was the solidarity uh, correct leader. Yeah. Went on to become prime yeah. minister or president. Yeah, yes. Of Poland, he's eighty today. Wow. The okay. photograph I see of him here make look. He looks very fit and hearty. Right. Celebrity birthdays. Anita Ekberg. 
She's an actress. Was. Or was. 
Let's play some music. Let's do that. Let's have a bit of Chava Alperstein. Yeah. In Summer Day. Summer Day. Summer I hope day. this is very uh, dancey type of music rather than sleepy, snorey music. Yeah, we got rid of the sleepy, snorey. <laughs> Here we go. Is given a zoomer dog with ständig sonic shame. Und die Natur hat dann gehabt in sich a soifel chain. Es haben feigelach gesungen, freilach sich herumgesprungen. In Ghetto hat man uns geheißen gehen. Gezeugen hat der Weg sich lang, sich schwer gewähnt zu gehen. Mir durch das guckende Koifunze weint wohl sich ein Stein. Gegangen sind uns keinem Kinder wie zu der Akederinner. Menschensblut geflossen in sein Land. Ach, stellt sich vor, was ist von uns geworden? Verstanden haben wir es als verloren. Es hat nicht geholfen, unser Betten, als wir sollen uns jetzt retten. Wir haben verlassen unser Heim. Gewesen seinen mir zu viel befeulen, hat der Haar zu bringen, jeden von herum und schießen auf Ponar. Pustzenen geworden Stieber, Oberfuhl der Farde Grieber, der Seine hat ergreift sein größten Ziel. Alperstein with Summer Day or in Yiddish Zumotog. Yeah, that very wasn't too bad. Very appropriate for the yep. current temperature, yep. which is. Yep. I'll tell you what the current temperature is if you give me a half a second. I'll give you uh, a full second. Okay, I'll just refresh the computer screen. It's 24.5. It's uh, summer weather. And, we're, and we haven't even hit summer yet. We're well, still that's in why spring. I summer day. Well, there you go. Tomorrow for the football. Yep. It's going to be twenty nine. Well, there you go. You'll It'll have to uh, put on your fifty plus. Be twenty nine on the thirtieth. Yeah, sitting in the sukkah. Got to make sure that you'll uh, have you to wear a, have the a thick a thick uh, yarmulke. You have on the your roof head. of the. Yep. To protect you. Yep, that's it. Schach. 
Why do they call it that? What does that mean? Schach. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it most probably means um, uh, palm, palm branches. Oh, all right. You're listening to 10K Radius on 88FM. Jair. Yes, and you know that a couple of weeks ago we introduced a new segment. Uh, I think it was when you were away, we sort of slipped it in, Mendel and me, oh. which is uh, a sports section. And uh, appropriately, on the eve of the grand final, let's have uh, a few minutes uh, reflecting on Jewish sport. Now, look, I reckon that this woman that I'm about to mention is one of the greatest sports persons, male or female, but she happens to be a female, I, I reckon of all time. Of all time. And that is Jessica Fox. Uh, the Look, canoeist. the, the, uh, the canoeist. Mm. She is unbelievable. Do you know that last weekend in London, she celebrated an incredible feat of winning her 10th individual women's canoe slalom World Championship, 10th title. She's unbelievable. She's almost unbeatable. She never loses. <laughs> that would be unbeatable. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she must go in odds on every single she race. She get a silver in the Olympics. And, you know, she's got she's a sister, Noemi, who's not too bad either, not as good as Jessica, but they partnered with a fellow Aussie, Kate Eckhart, to win the women's kayak team event for Australia. And uh, she's just incredible, Jessica. Um, she just says, I just sprinted head down to the finish. Um, and uh, she just goes for it. She was born in France. She was born in France. On 11th of June, nineteen. Well, in my opinion, she is beyond belief. Anyway, um, what else do we have to celebrate? She should be. Do you know that there is an Irish, I think, uh, I reckon that she's Jewish, called Caitlin Boylan. Now, uh, she was part of a uh, winning jackets, that's a woman's footy team here in Melbourne. Uh, They won the uh, Division Three. Uh, premiership, inaugural premiership, triumphed by the Jackets on September the 3rd. They won by 27 points over Powerhouse. Uh, she kicked the first goal and won the best on ground medal. And more than that, um, she was named the 2023 VAFA, the Victorian Amateur Football Association Women's Division 3 Best and Fairest Player for the Year. And uh, listen to this. She's a backpacker from Ireland. She just turned up on a, uh, a travelling around Australia and uh, she stayed in a backpacker's across the road from... Uh, we've, got a, we've got a blow-in that's just arrived, but anyway, we'll get onto that in a second. Um, she was living in a backpacker's hostel across the road from Albert Park where the, uh, the women's footy team was practising. And she looked out the window and she thought, oh, that's, that looks good. And so she walked across and she said, can I have a bit of a kick of that unusually not round football? <laughs> and that's how she got into it. And she's ended up winning 
the VAFA Women's uh, Division Three Best and Fairies for the year, really and contributing contributing to uh, the Jackets winning the uh, the grand final. What's her name? Her name is Caitlin Boylan. B O Y L A N. It's not a very Jewish name. Doesn't sound Jewish, but uh, maybe she is. I don't know. But anyway, um, now uh, another. She deserves a tadam, all right. I reckon. Now, muzzle top to the Maccabi Gold women's team in women's basketball. They are the Melbourne Central Basketball Association's 2023 Women's B Division. Did you get all of that? Winter season champions. They won the grand final, 41-13, over a team called Witches of Elstonwick. Not a bad name for a girls' basketball team. (laughs) On September the 21st at the Melbourne Sports and Aquatic Centre, earning promotion to the top grade. So there you go. Mazel tov to the Maccabi Gold Women's basketball team. Maccabi Victoria Squash Club. Um, What have they done? Earlier this month, the club won its second consecutive title when its men's C-grade side uh, won the winter season final for the Southern Squatch League. Would you believe that Jewish teams could win grand finals like this? In the olden days, we would never believe that a Jewish team could win a grand final in anything. (laughs) But we're just knocking them over left, right and centre. It's unbelievable. Um, the Tada machine's getting worn out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we better finish it off there and then. Now, let's say uh, a good morning, a belated late good morning to our co-host um, and uh, broadcaster, Mendel. Mendel, what happened to the dog this morning? Well, got, the, got the yips. First of all, good morning to you, Gary. Yes. Morning, Mendel. Bokatov, and to all the listeners and to you, Reb Moisha, good yeah, morning. Good morning. I get Morgan. Yes. I get Yontif. Yeah. It's Yontif in Melbourne salam, today. Salam, shalom. Says Yontif. Football, Yontif. Yes, yes. And Mazukta yes. Hatsi Your Kaddish. team, your team. One second, Mori. In Melbourne, we have to say Hatsi Kaddish, uh, Hatsi Hallel. That's today. it. Absol- absolutely. Uh, on the way in, Morris, yeah. I was thinking. Yep. You know, my beloved Is that lions. the only time that you think on the way into To JM? say something on air, yeah? <laughs> something valuable for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. The, the, the lions yeah. is related to Yehuda. That's it. Because the tribe of Yehuda, Gary, had the symbol of a lion. That's it. Go into any shul and have a look at the Ark Curtain, the parochi, parochus, and then normally, or on the Aaron Coys somewhere, Two lions. Yes. And on a lot of the colour covers. Yep. Strong as a lion. Yes. Go it's lions. A symbol of Judah. And, uh, yes. Yes, go lions. Um, Thank you. Look, I know that we will have a lot of Jewish and non-Jewish magpie Collingwood supporters. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, we don't want them to stop listening to us. No. But uh, as a Carlton supporter... If there's any team that I absolutely hate with a passion, it's got to be Collingwood. Now, talking of, on those terms, your late brother Oliver Shalom, one of our uh, co-presenters, 
He just hated the word Collingwood. He would oh, grind his teeth. Oh, I tell you what, if he oh. had to go somewhere and he had to go through the suburb of Collingwood, <laughs> he would take a huge detour, oh, yeah, even yeah. if it chewed up a lot of petrol. <laughs> he wouldn't go near the joint. Yeah. But anyway... Um, I've got one question. Yeah. That coach, is he an ex-Brisbane footballer? Which Gary one? Craig? McRae. Yeah. Yes, I think he she, is. He, well, he would yeah. have played in the premiership. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. But nothing's mentioned about that. I'll talk uh, about. No, I did. I did see. Yeah. I did see someone write con- about it. Yeah, Craig McRae, very good coach. Yeah, anyway. very good. Very good. I'm coach. here. The main thing now relating to You'll the Hintler. See that he never gets flustered. Never gets flustered. Moshe, on yes. the boundary line. You asked me a, qu- a frager about my Hintler. That's why I'm late. Oh yes. Unfortunately, she was been in at the vets hospital hospitalized from uh, I took Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I brought her home last night. She's a ultra hinterler, you know. She's oh. getting on to sixteen, Gary. Sixteen, yeah. In That's January. well over a hundred in yeah. the And human unfortunately, terms. up until now, she's been in very good health, as as Gary knows the experience with Jack Russell cross terriers. They're great, strong dogs. Yes, Jack but Russells um, actually have the highest life expectancy anyway. of any dog. She's got a, a growth that we won't operate. We'll just let her go day by day. Right. The, the, the we'll, be, we'll be back after the break at 11.10.58. You are listening to J-Air 88FM. J-Air 88FM. Welcome to the second hour of 10K Radius. You're listening to 88FM, Australia's only Jewish radio station, and one of two in the Southern Hemisphere. The other one is in South Africa somewhere. Durban, I believe. I looked it up last night. I forgot the name of it. There's, there's one in Brisbane, Gary, a small one. I think they only have an hour show per week. There is definitely one in Brisbane. A radio station. Yeah, Jewish Community Radio. Hardly a radio station. And uh, not twenty-four hour. Not like uh, else now. Not a proper one. The UK, there's a couple. Not many though. In New York, there's a couple. Oh, yeah, it would be. Morris Chabavitz Fadeh. Yes. Why did the Collingwood support across the road? Because he had to. Because there was a Centrelink opposite, an <laughs> office there on the other side. Do you want another one? Okay. I'll give them out there. The, for all the Collingwood supporters out there, here we go. What has a hundred legs and four teeth? No idea. Gary? These are standard Collingwood jokes. Every year we bring them out. hundred legs and four teeth. hundred legs and, supporters. and four teeth is the front row of the Collingwood cheer squad. 
<laughs> I didn't make these go. One more, Gary. Here we go. Yeah, I'll, then I'll give you a couple of Yiddish jokes. Yeah, give me a couple of Yiddish after that. If two Collingwood supporters are, are in a car driving, uh, going along without music, who do you reckon is driving the car? Two Collingwood supporters, they're going along in a car, no music. Who's the driver? The coach. No, the policeman. <laughs> 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 there a, you go. That's a bit right. of an insult to. Uh, oh, they don't like those jokes. We got it, we got uh, it in for. Oh, a disclaimer on them. There you, what. there you go. If they happen to win, we're who? going to have to take back everything next week. Can you tell me, Gary, who who, who the boss Robert Barrick's for? Is he St Kilda? I think he might be. Know. I don't T- know. Tell him to I ring have us no up, idea. Robert. Robert, ring in. Good young div. Gichabasen, a gitgebench sukus to you, Robert. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been telling jokes from the Catskills comedians. Oh, they've been so good. Oh, uh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Okay, we'll 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 give over a couple of more. Why don't Jewish mothers drink? Too expensive. Alcohol interferes with their suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Why do Jewish mothers make great parole officers? They never let anyone finish a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) These are jokes from some of the famous comedians who played in the Catskills in in the United States. They're all vaudevillians, Victor Borger, Woody Allen, Joan Rivers, Lenny Bruce, George Burns, Jerry Lewis, Alan Sherman, Carl Reiner, whose son is on TV now. A a chap that... Deserves a Cole Hakavod for his work at the Catskills for 32 years, would you believe? Dudu Fisher was the cousin there for the high holidays and for Pesach. 32 years straight. What do you reckon, Gary? Well, a ta-da? I reckon he would have made a few tips. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, it was the venue where they filmed the movie Dirty Dancing. Gary, remember oh, yeah. with Patrick Swayze? Yep. In the 80s, big hit. Yeah. And in fact, uh, f- f- uh, they, the Fisher and Swayze um, had a good relationship for many years from, th- from there and onwards, you know? Right. A brilliant voice, that chap, Dudu Fisher. Or Dudi, as he's known. Dudu. He's a talent and a half. Not only as a cousin, but on stage in, in you know, Broadway productions. An and entertainer. And actor, too. Well, I better turn the channel up if we want to hear the ta-da. Ta-da! Okay, want a, want a couple more jokes or do you want to continue? Two more, on? Gary. Zwei. Noch zwei. Noch zwei. What's the difference between a Rottweiler and a Jewish mother? Eventually, the Rottweiler lets it go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, have you played a disclaimer before it let these jokes out? Did you hear about the bum who walked up to a Jewish mother on the street and said, Lady, I haven't eaten in three days. Force yourself, said the Jewish mother. <laughs> <laughs> was Jackie Mason there as well? Jackie Mason was there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah he would have been. Don, Don Rickles, Don Jack Rickles. Benny, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. I like Phil Silvers, yeah. Phil, Mel Brooks. Was Alan. there any Jewish comedian that wasn't at the yeah. Catskills? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Now, 
Mendel. Yeah, Mendel. You got some more sport yeah. there. The people of the the boot is my segment today. Okay. I'm going to talk about um, all the Yiddish connection with with football. Uh, I've got one question. Can you answer this? I'll no, try. this is actually a, a, a proper question. No joke. Uh, uh, as far as I know, the original Sharon footballs were made out of pigskin. Mm. Are they still made out of pigskin? Doubt it. It's I think they're kangaroo hide, aren't they? Yeah, I think you're kangaroo right, Kangaroo hide yeah. now. They've gone from pigs to kangaroos. The pigskin is the American football. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. right. All right. And what about the soccer ball, Gary? Oh, Leather? Yeah. It'd have Cow to be. Hide or something. Cow hide, yeah. Steer hide. Yeah. Pigskin. Yeah, yeah. In the old the I think American. you're right. I think the American footballs are made out of pigs. A, a lighter yeah, weight, yeah. 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 It travels Makes a lot. it difficult for Jewish footy players. But would, yeah. Not eat it. <laughs> but no. you might, might hit you on the mouth. That's it. <laughs> anyway, listen, I'll uh, tell you a bit about my late father, Oliver Shalom, and he said when he came to Australia and he saw this game football, he said, this is a Michigan the sport. Meshluktzach, you know what Shluktzach yeah, is, Gary. Fight. And he always said, um, "We hit each other." And he said, "Dad Lee Matthews, he, he used to belt people with his elbow. He would just ram them, and he he couldn't take the sport. But gradually, he adapted. He loved football in the end. He was a soccer man, like all uh, post Holocaust survivors. They embraced they the soccer. round ball. Yeah. But gradually, because he he was you know mixing with the uh, Australian." Uh, Society, yeah. he, he swung over to football. He couldn't. Uh, he was uh, he was in the balance which team to support because his son-in-law was a mad Carlton supporter, like you, Morris. Yeah, and his daughter was one of the daughters is Collingwood. Rachel, hope you're listening. Uh, I'm a Fitzroy Nick, and Carl, uh, Helen, I think, was more on the Carlton side. But uh, yeah, what about your father? Uh, all crazy footy. Carlton supporters because they lived in Carlton. Mm. But uh, when you talk about Lee Matthews and his uh, elbow. elbow or arm, oh, right? Yeah. He, he had them. an arm because I saw him uh, uh, after he had finished his career. I once saw him at an airport in short sleeves. He had an arm like a tree trunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was so strong. I remember going down to the Hawthorne footy ground he played for Hawthorne and f I remember him dragging two, three opponents and kicking a goal from about 50 metres out. Was he was strong oh, as a like bull. Like an ox, yeah. And the ground was small, the Glenferry Oval was yeah, the smallest. He was a phenomenal league. footballer. Gary, your late father, Oliver Shalom, soccer or football? Soccer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, we, he, he played in, uh, in London and and I played in Perth. Mm, there you go. There and you were a reporter for the Jewish News soccer uh, column uh, at yeah. times a little uh, bit. I used to report everything. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Did yeah. you take a lot of balls in the head, Gary? <laughs> I, I played in the uh, Mount Lawley soccer team, mm. school team, high school school team. What position did you play? Which was unbeaten in about 14, 15 years. Unbeaten in 14, 15 had, years. Because I had players from Did the you area. actually have an opposition team playing yeah, on the had, ground? we played good teams. Right. We played other school teams. Right. But I played left fullback. Anyway, let's left get... Left fullback. With uh, Gary right. Marocchi, who oh, yes. wanted to be a socceroo. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. 
coach of the Adelaide. Uh, I think he was coach of the Socceroos as well for a while. Okay. Mm. Eric Morocchi, Lionel Morocchi. Yeah, I think my dad, from yeah. memory, he said when they arrived that at that time Geelong was the starkest team in the they league. They were very strong. In the early 50s. Yeah. Collingwood yeah. was starting to build then. Yeah, Wade was a full yeah. forward. This is the late late forties, yeah. fifties. Yeah. yeah, Geelong always ends like Vance. Billy Goggin, yeah, remember all those and players? Uh, great players. Thorold Merritt, Bobby Davis, Bobby, Bobby Davis, Bobby. Bobby. Very funny man, yeah. Bobby Davis. Yeah. And uh, Alistair Lord, Alistair Lord, and Polly Farmer. Polly Farmer, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they were a stark oh, side. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let's look at the grand final, boys, for tomorrow. First of all, uh, we look back on a bit of history uh, with the Fitzroy uh, gang. They had won eight premierships, Gary, in the VFL. And then when they merged with the Brisbane Bears, they ra- uh, won three in a row, that great treble in 2001 against Essendon, and then twice in a row against the Magpies in 2002 and 2003. Um, they got absolutely thrashed the, the year after the Brisbane Lions against Port Adelaide in 2004. So it's been 19 years since they've appeared in a grand final. You didn't say how many wooden spoons Fitzroy won. Oh, no, oh. <laughs> they did win a few. Anyway, I do remember. Carlton, they, Carlton they, they had the greatest footballer in their team and continuously won wooden spoons, Kevin, Kevin Murray. Mazza. Yeah. He was Bulldog Murray. He was fantastic. Oh, yeah. He's still alive. He's in, he, really? Yeah, in his early 80s. Yeah, oh, Kevin Murray. Okay. Uh, Gary, the, um, the honours of premiership ratings go to... Carlton and Essendon, they've won 16 each. Correct. And Collingwood, 15. not far behind, 15, yeah. you know yeah. your facts. And I think Melbourne, 14. I think you're right, Moisha. The last Collingwood flag was won uh, 13 years ago in that replay that St Kilda should have won. Yeah. They ended up smashing St Kilda the week later by yeah. 56 points. Yeah. And... Um, Malthouse was the coach, Gary, I think, at the big age of 58. He coached them to that flag. Prior to that, talking about Lee Matthews, 1990, famous premiership where he took them to the flag after a huge gap. Wasn't it 30 years? I think from 1958 or something. Something like that. In the AFL. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if uh, Chris Fagan gets over the line tomorrow, he'll be the oldest coach at 62 to win a flag. And uh, we give him a Mishabara tomorrow in all the shows. Yeah. Fagan's a Jewish name. Yeah, it's got a bit of a German tone to it. Yeah, He's not he a Yiddish. He might have some no. uh, Jewish blood yeah. going back. Um, <clears throat> if I were a rich man. Talking about... Uh, Fagan is a character from one of Shakespeare's. Yes. Oliver Twist. Oliver exactly. Twist. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Based on the Ike Solomon character, yeah, or something like that, Gary. Oh, the yeah. Roots. Yeah, they reckon so. Anyway, in Melbourne, there's two very passionate uh, rab- rabbis that support the opposite teams. Rabbi Yaakov Glassman's a Collingwood, mad Collingwood, Collingwood supporter. Yeah. And on the other side of the town, in East Melbourne, David Gutnick is a mad Fitzroy supporter from years ago. And he's, and he's uh, on with the Brisbane Bears now. And in fact, this, is, uh, this made the Jewish news last year on Purim 2022. 
He went to the MCG with the Megillah because it was a Thursday night game between the Bulldogs and someone else. I can't remember. He took it there. He had a couple of hundred people around him reading the Megillah. You remember that, Gary? No. He made headlines, yeah, last year. So, and he uh, was most probably dressed in the in the girls. He had the Fitzroy jumper yeah, on, actually, yeah. in some of the photos. Yeah. Uh, now, was let's he wearing a, a Fitzroy talus at the time? <laughs> yeah, maybe, definitely a yarmulke. Most of the Goodnicks are Melbourne people, anyway, from Correct. the days of Joe Goodnick. Yeah, Yossel. He put three million into that yeah, he team. He was the president. Yeah, wore a, a skull cap, red and blue. Yeah. Anyway, I'll give you some facts and figures about. Brisbane Bears leading into the Lions because it's a very interesting Jewish connection. First of all, the Bears were owned by a chap by the name of Christopher Scase, Gary. Oh, good old Christopher. <laughs> Christopher and Christopher believe it or not, did a runner, Scase. Moisha, he put $29 million into that club to start it as a private club. Well, you can do that when it's somebody else's <laughs> money. <laughs> and then... With his all his geschäften and frauds and this and this, along came a Yiddish chap to rescue the Bears by the name of Reuven Pellerman. Gary, good Yeah, Reuven Pellerman. 1990, known as the Gold Coast Tycoon. He yeah. He's a multi-millionaire. He's yeah, passed yeah, away yeah. now. He was a hotelier tycoon on the Gold Coast. He put in, well, he actually put in a lot of money, but they say he lost $10 million over three years. Right. And that was the end of it before they went and uh, went into uh, public, before that private ownership. And that's a bit of the connection straight away. A yiddle there came on board, Reuben Pellement, very highly regarded on the Gold Coast, and he's buried up there. May, may his memory be a bracha, zichron la bracha. Now, some of the interesting plays to come out of the early Bears, Gary, you'll remember these. Nathan Buckley, what a star he was in yeah, the Bears' jump. Yeah, he went to Collingwood. Absolute superstar. Chris Scott. Yeah. Michael Voss. Yeah, coach at Great coach at Carlton. Yeah. And Craig Lambert went on to yes. senior coaching under... Um, he went to at Richmond, Richmond under Damien Hardwick. Yeah, Am I yeah, right? Yeah, correct. I think so. Anyway, talking about plays, let's wish your muzzle top. What about tough. the other Scott brother? I think he played. I don't think he played there. Maybe some listener can tell me. I haven't got any record of him playing. The Scott twins, yeah. yeah. Brad. They both went on to premierships with the, the Lions, anyway. Brilliant players and brilliant coaches in their own right now. Now, let's give a Molotov from all the 10K radius, Gary, to Lockie Neal, who won Brownlow the Brownlow the other night yeah. in an upset win. The second time. Second time. Great achievement. 30-year-old boy who's, who, prior to this, Gary, was in, in, at Fremantle, Fremantle Dockers for six years. Do you remember that? Australian. Yeah. Ta-da. Ta-da, Rabat. Ta-da for that. Great player. He would have won it last year, but uh, Cripps. Yeah. Oh, the Carlton man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. Had to go to court to win the middle. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's Carlton for here, yeah. Anyway, Lockie's co-captain tomorrow with the other chap, Harris Andrews. Good luck to them tomorrow. And let's have a look at a bit of Collingwood uh, Jewish connection. I found something uh, to do with uh, a chap who's been associated for many years and holds an OAM, Alex Weislitz. You heard yeah. of him? Yes. Yeah. Member of the Pratt family Correct. at one stage. Yeah. And he's still director of various Pratt group 
uh, businesses and busy industries. Uh, he started. The, the, the Pratts are very uh, connected to Carlton as well. Mm, Jeannie Pratt, especially. Yeah. He, uh, Alex started the Thorny Investment Group, which still exists. He's been director of Collingwood since 1998. Give him a, a big shout out, Gary. Tada! Richard Pratt was a Carlton footballer. Exactly under so nineteen. Under nineteen. In fact, he won, won a the medal. medal. Look, Morris medal. The Morris medal. Yeah, you know your stuff, Morris. Yeah. Anyway, Alex Weislitz, as I mentioned, director of Collingwood since nineteen ninety eight. Collingwood and vice president since two thousand and nine. He's put a lot of guilt into that club. And this is interesting for you, Morris. I dug something up specially for you to talk about. Back in 2016, the ATO found that the Thorny Group had paid no tax in in the years 2013 to th- to 2014, despite a revenue of 430 million Australian dollars. Well, I won't say any more. Disclaimer, <laughs> but that's the Jewish connection. Well, they had a lot of uh, deductions. Well, maybe, but good luck to them. You know, it costs a lot of money to, to uh, oh, keep yeah. Shabbos every every week. They didn't <laughs> give any donations to Jay, eh? Yes. Gary, just to... They've got a big tax deduction because we're DGR. Yeah, correct, Gary. Uh, Ashley Brown, the name rings a bell for you, Gary. Very good... Former uh, colleague. Yep. Good writer of all sports, but footy is his uh, fort. Forte, yeah. So he works for the AFL record, I think. Yeah, he's a very good journalist and interviewer. He talks about the people of the book, and I'll mention some of these great Yiddish players from yesterday. The famous Ian Sinman played 154 games yep. for St Kilda the and played Yon-Kipper in that story. one and only Yon Kipper Premiership that they Kilda. won by a point. Yep. A miracle, a Ness. Yep. We talk about a guy called... Keith Baskin played 75 games with South Melbourne in the 60s to 73. He went over to the Sydney Swans and became uh, a good player over there. The famous Morty Bromberg. He lives on the Gold Coast now. I think he's a QC or KC. What do they call him now? He's got a very good uh, position. Isn't he a judge? I think that's it, Gary. He played for the Saints from 1978 to 1981. He used to work with his wife, Nikki Bromberg. There you go, Gary. You're a wealth of information on these footballers. We I go am. To, you are, <laughs> Gary. You're helping me. Michael Zemsky played for yeah, Hawthorne. Yeah. Eight games. Not a bad achievement. 73 and 74. I'll add my own here as we go along. I, th- I remember the Ritterman twins. One the of them played for Melbourne. About, about to mention them. Yeah. Michael. Michael Ritterman. Don't know which and, one. Uh, Henry, isn't it? Henry. Yeah, Henry. both the twins. Um in fact, talking about Hawthorne, the late Dr. Jacob Jonah was president of Hawthorne for many years back in the early 1920s. Walter um, Jonah? No, Jake, Dr. Jacob Jonah. Oh. Uh, Walter Jonah, the pol- politician, played a major role in, adver- in averting that merger between Melbourne and uh, Hawthorne in 1996 before Joe Gutnick came I on board, remember? A big uh, Hawthorne supporter. Yeah, Walter Jonah. Uh, Back in, uh, this is a lot of history, Mr. E. Michali, involved with St Kilda in the early stages, uh, he proposed a merger with Paran back in the late 1800s. There's a lot of hidden involved in football. Here's another one, a chap by the name of Mr. G. Morris Jacobs, Morris Jacobs, president of Geelong from 1929 to 1939. Uh, Reuven Sackville, 
St Kilda president from 1947 to 1956. Ern Joseph, Yiddish chap, president of Fitzroy back in 1956, and he did that till 1970. I think he was president of um, Golden Fleece at one stage, Moisha. And uh, Joseph Gutnick, we come to, president of Melbourne back in 2000. He was the white knight, who we mentioned before, who emerged to save the demons from a merger with Hawthorne. We talk about David Smorgan, president of Footscray, circa 2000, reinvented the club as the Western Bulldogs. Graham Samuel, Gary, was for 15 years commissioner of the AFL, Ah, here's a famous one, Dr. Jeffrey Edelstein, oh, president yeah. and Sydney owner Swans. of the Sydney Swans, only for, uh, from 85 to 1986. He uh, bought his uh, new wife at the time a, a red and white helicopter That's or, right. or something. Or pink. Pink, pink. and pink, pink and white crush yeah. day. And as I mentioned, Reuben Pellerman, one-time owner of the Brisbane Bears, as I mentioned. Um, lots of Jews involved in football. Gary Lazarus had Jewish roots, famous Fitzroy player, but we can go on all day talking about uh, football because we're in the spirit of it. Gary, heir of grand final. Heir of grand final. And um, who are you supporting tomorrow, Gary? Uh, I'm not supporting anyone. I don't you watch Rodin's Rectum, actually. <laughs> You're a rugby man for Sunday. It's all I'll happening in the rugby. both games. Rugby's a good sport now, isn't rugby it? Rugby league is. Yeah. Rugby is rubbish. Yeah. But rugby right. league is an excellent sport. Fast, strong, intelligent. Uh, 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 not saying that about rugby league players, but the game is fast and tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Morris, introduce your guests. I will introduce my guests. I've got my family here. Oh, it's a public holiday. Dr. Ari so Mon, correct? Dr. Ari Mon, and my his son, uncle. and his oh, uh, beautiful kids. wife, Tammy. Tammy's been and, in before. Uh, the grandchildren, their children, Natanya and Ayla. So there you Fantastic. go. Fantastic. Great We've to see you. We've got important guests that Shana are coming to the uh, studio at Jair. Happy Friday. Happy uh, Grand Final Eve. And uh, I, I assume you're both passionate Carlton supporters. Of course. <laughs> it's in the blood, in the modern blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Gary. Just oh, Trevor Corn, we forgot to mention, ex-Melbourne player. Here's a whole list of Yiddish boys. Ezra Poyas, remember Ezra him? Poyas. He was There's a, a good fellow played for uh, Essen and Julian, someone. Julian Kirsten was Julian uh, Kirshner. half Jewish on the father's side. Good player and from Todd Ajax. Goldstein. Todd Goldstein's another one of those categories on the Halber uh, Yid. What about me? Never got a game. <laughs> well, you, you were a soccer player, uh, you mentioned. Well, I got in the unbeaten Mount Lawley Senior High School team. Unbeaten in 15 years. Now, this is interesting Scored too. Scored a goal from the halfway line. Other Jewish footballers with the Jewish background include the Krakow. Cracker clan Jimmy, Phil, Andrew and Nathan. And were who, Aboriginals. No, who are descended f- from an English Jewish convict by the name of Theodore Krakow, who married a local uh, Aboriginal woman at the time. Really? Yes. They you have are kidding Jewish me. blood. It's all in Ashley's book. That's unbelievable. That, uh, that he's written. There was, a, there was a great headline in the West Australian about Polly Farmer being coach 
of West Perth, I think it was. And he, or East Perth, no, I think it was West Perth he played for. <laughs> and he uh, wanted to get two good Aboriginal players, one of which was the Cracker Brothers. So the headline was, Polly wants a cracker. <laughs> Very good, Gary. <laughs> they were Very players good. and a half. Oh, Jimmy, brilliant, Phil, brilliant. Andrew and Nathan. Yep. One more here's interesting. Um, Michael O'Loughlin, remember that good player? Yes, yeah, very good Had player. a Jewish grandfather. Sydney Swans. And Jacob Stengel, uh, a Czech Jew who escaped Nazi persecution and arrived in Australia during World War II. And again, they married into the Aboriginal uh, fraternity. In South Australia, as I mentioned, Gary Lazarus, ex-Fitzroy boy, was uh, 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 on, had Jewish blood. Dean Solomon has some Jewish blood in him. I don't. He was an Essendon player, I think, Gary, yeah? He was. And who else? There? He also started a butchery. Yeah? Solomon's a butcher. Oh, maybe. Someone can tell us on the phone. Anyway, that's about all, Gary. Okay, we'll play a bit of music now for a couple of minutes. Thank you very much for gather, our... Gather our breath. Yes. One years old yet, Häufen Herzen Macht men alle Feier Häuf der Hummet los nicht ruhen Singen mir alle is nicht doch kein Bissobronfen, lass mir trinken, mein. im Heim ist doch Heim, was darf noch Heim? So schön kommen die Geule, so schön kommen die singers on the station with the best Yiddish music, JM 88FM, and you're listening to 10K Radius. Now it's time for... 
Twatum. Twatum. The world according to me, Morris, Moshe, Meishi. They all start with an M. And uh, lead me in, Gary. I'm leading you in, Morris. It's good news week. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere, contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? So uh, we've got lots of twats today and I just wanted to go back uh, at the beginning of uh, the month uh, a few twats that we missed during uh, this month of September and uh, you'll know that uh, Kosovo is one of the countries that have got an embassy in Jerusalem, Yerushalayim one of four at the moment although Papua New Guinea is coming on board uh, next month will be number five and we'll mention that there's another one that is planning to open in fact another two but anyway a statue bearing the names of 23 Kosovo Albanians who rescued Jews from the Holocaust during World War II was inaugurated earlier in the month in the capital Pristina the wall of honor statue was placed in a park in Pristina in the presence of some of the rescuers descendants political leaders, the US and German ambassadors. Some 500 Jews lived in Kosovo, then part of former Yugoslavia, at the beginning of the war. Many were arrested, deported to nearby prisons or Nazi-managed camps, and almost half of them died. So there you go. Kosovo honouring righteous um, Kosovo Albanians who rescued Jews from the Holocaust during World War II. And uh, Kosovo, of course, one of the countries that has an embassy in Yerushalayim. Um, we found a businessman from Khmelnik who purchased a former nightclub that has been closed for 15 years has made an unexpected discovery, a mikveh in the building's basement. So there you go, in Poland a former nightclub, and they had a mikveh in the basement. Can you believe this? The bath's blue and white floor tiles are still there as are stars of David, the Magen David, on the wall. A smaller mikveh, likely used by women, is in a neighbouring room. So uh, you never know what you can find in the basement of a nightclub in Poland. It's quite unbelievable. Some dances. Well, you never know. Um, there's a new memorial centre going to be opened up by uh, by the German government. Um, it's going to be uh, a German-Polish house in Berlin to serve as a memorial to Polish victims of World War II and detail Germany's brutal occupation of its neighbour between 1939 and 1945. Of course, we know more than 5 million Polish citizens, including some 3 million Jewish Children, women and men um, were murdered by the Nazis during the Second World War. Um, Another interesting twat is, remember that I mentioned uh, in a previous twat that Barcelona, which was a sister city to Tel Aviv, we had a uh, a mayor, uh, Ada 
Collow. Um, well, she's not the mayor anymore, but she uh, she called uh, Israel an apartheid uh, state, and she was cutting ties with Tel Aviv as a sister city. Well, the new mayor, Wam Kolboni, he last week announced the restoration of the 25-year sister city relationship between Barcelona and Tel Aviv, and. Um, there's a lot of relief from the Federation of the Jewish Communities of Spain in regards to this. And uh, good on you, Kolakavod, uh, to Wam Kolboni, the, uh, the new uh, mayor of Barcelona. Um, we've got the, um, the former mayor of Mexico City now. Her name is Claudia Sheinbaum. Uh, she's the frontrunner to be elected Mexico's first female president and Mexico's first Jewish president. The elections won't take place until next year in 2024, but Shane Baum, who's 61, was announced as the candidate for the left-wing Morena Party, which has been led by Mexico's outgoing president. According to a recent poll, she leads her closest competitor 47% to 30%, so next year there could be a female Jewish president of Mexico. You've got your finger up, man. I just want to add something. Her name means beautiful tree. A shame bomb. Shame a shame a Yeah, a beautiful yeah. tree. And That's you're right. listening to 10K Radius on 88 FM every Friday between 10 and a- Absolutely. Noon. And Morris is giving over his weekly Twatum column. That's it. Now, we had uh, Daniel Andrews, former... Well, outgoing Victorian Premier. As of last night, he was the former Premier. Yeah, well, there you go. And uh, he's been uh, lauded by a number of Jewish leaders as being a strong supporter of Israel, etc., etc. Well, uh, he's, giving, uh, he's giving up the position after nine years, leaving the state in a, uh, a state of uh, huge debt. Um, well, and, I, can, uh, can I call he it? Do, he doesn't want to pay the bill. Economic dislocation. Economic dislocation, that's it. But, hey, what uh, about 13 years as head of the Labor Party? He was too. Well, there you go. Yeah. And even the Deputy Victorian Liberal leader and Caulfield MP David Southwick described Andrews as a steadfast supporter of Israel and Victoria's Jewish community, uh, even when it put him at odds with many in the Labor Party. So um, there you go. There's, Any uh, comments from Michael Danby? Uh, no comments Not from yet. Michael Danby. Okay. Um, now, um, we've got, you know, we've had a civil war in Yemen and uh, there's been a United Nations negotiated ceasefire. Now, there's a guy living in Yemen called Levi Marhabi and he's reported to be the last known Jew in Yemen and he's been held hostage by the ruthless fanatical Houthi rebels who control large parts of the country. He's in poor health and the international community has been called upon to press for his release. According to the US Commission on International Religious Freedom, a bipartisan government agency, Mahabi was arrested by Houthi forces in March of 2016 on an accusation that he assisted fellow Yemeni Jews to take a family Torah scroll out of the country and was sentenced on March the 13th, 2018 to three years and six months in prison. 
The following year, a Yemeni appeals court ordered his release, but this has been um, ignored by his Houthi captives. He reportedly suffers from kidney and lung issues and has lost all his teeth from being constantly tortured. Marhabi is the last known living heir to a once vibrant Jewish community that dates back at least 2,000 years and possibly to biblical times during the first temple period or even earlier. Yemenite Jews embraced the um, Rambam's halachic rulings uh, example on Sukkot in accordance with the Rambam's rulings. They recite a blessing on entering a sukkah even if they have no intention of eating therein. Large numbers of Yemenite Jews started emigrating to Israel in 1881, with many making the journey on foot. By 1947, 35,000 Yemeni Jews had made their home in Israel. Following independence in 1948, another 50,000 were brought to Israel between 49 and 50 in what was dubbed Operation Magic Carpet. Since the 2014 rebellion, Jewish numbers have declined. However, in 2016, it was estimated that one half thousand still lived in the country, but by 2018, the number had fallen to just 50. Since then, all remaining Jews have fled, including 13 families expelled in March 2021, and it now appears that Marhabi is the last Jew in Yemen. How old is he? Uh, doesn't say how old he is. He's got to be well into his 60s or 70s. Mm, exactly right. A similar thing in Morocco too. They all left. Exactly it, right. Exactly, exactly the right. same mass exodus. So that is incredible. Once a Levi Marhabi, mm. the last Jew in Yemen, mm. and he's uh, suffering in prison. Oh, yeah. 12,000, 12,000 joined a race to memorialise Israel's fallen Druze soldiers. Israel's Minister of Defence, Yoav Galant, and IDF Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Hatsi Halevi, joined 12,000-plus Israelis, including 6,000 Israeli soldiers, in the Ninth Unity Race, held in honour of Druze soldiers who have lost their lives fighting in Israel's wars and military operations. Starting in the Lavi Forest in the Lower Galilee near Nabi Shuaya, the most sacred Druze site, the race included a 10-kilometre and a 5-kilometre run, a 3-kilometre public walk and a 25-kilometre bike ride. The founder of the event... Brigadier General Reserves Amal Assad invited the public to take part in a show of unity and solidarity during these times of discord in Israeli society. After the event, there was a festive ceremony with attendees enjoying traditional Druze cuisine. Israel Druze population numbers about 150,000, with most serving in the IDF and other security forces, kolakavod, mm. to the Druze community in Israel. Okay, the IDF reported on Sunday morning the Israeli security forces destroyed a so-called war room, a terrorist command center, together with an explosives arsenal in the tower of Nuf Shams. The armory consisted of pipe bombs and large gas tanks. 
Elsewhere in the West Bank, the IDF and Shin Beit arrested also uh, on Sunday eight suspects who were part of a Hamas cell operating out of Bir Zair University. Israeli forces entered the university on reports that the cell was planning an imminent attack. Foreign Minister Eli Cohen announced this week that Israel will no longer require a paper visa to, visa to enter the USA. Israel's, Israelis will be able to fly and enter the US with a discounted electronic permit instead of having to wait for a visa from the US Embassy. Instead, Israelis with a biometric passport will be able to secure a visa within 72 hours on submitting an online request. Visas will be valid for up to 90 days. Palestinians with US citizenship including those living in the West Bank and Gaza, will be granted freedom of travel into Israel. Isn't that good amazing? Good news. Very good And news. they call us an apartheid mm, state. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Nothing's mentioned in the papers about nah. this. Nothing. As a result, El Al has announced on Thursday increased flights between Tel Aviv and New York starting in 2024 in the wake of the US visa waiver program. Starting in June next year, daily flights will increase to six per day and 33 per week. In a survey conducted by El Al, 65% of respondents stated that New York was their preferred US entry port, followed by LA at 13%. AI, artificial intelligence. Don't Prime Minister. Don't mention it. It's rubbish. Well, Prime Minister Benny Netanyahu announced on Wednesday that Israel is devising a plan to tackle the benefits and dangers posed by artificial intelligence. The PM said that the goal is to turn Israel into one of the leading countries in the world in this field. This announcement came after the Prime Minister met with Tesla and ex-former Twitter CEO Elon Musk, where AI was high on the discussion agenda. So there you go with regards to AI. AI dehumanises humans. Well, we'll see what happens, Gary. Yes. In a historic ceremony on Thursday, Israel Defence Minister Yoav Gallant and his German counterpart signed a deal for the sale of Israel's Arrow 3 long-range anti-ballistic missile system. The deal was a total of 4 billion US committed a 600 uh, 600 million down payment to start the project. Initial deliveries are expected in 2025 and to be fully operational by 2030. Another signing is set for November for the full contract. The deal is the largest and most significant single deal in Israel's history and represents a high level of security partnership between the two countries, Germany and Israel. Would you have believed mm. it? Yeah. You know, that's, we're talking a, a how miracle. many years since 1945, mm. since the Holocaust, and there we have the biggest deal Huge, between yeah. Israel and, uh, well, anyway, I would think, uh, with Germany. Um, now, Lucky last. Um, 
You want the lucky last. All right. I'll give you a, a good a, a good tip. A, a good story. We always like. A month ago, three-year-old Ashdod boy, Asha Miari, suddenly went into cardiac arrest. Three years of age, cardiac arrest, and stopped breathing in a park at 11 p.m. at night. Unfortunately, a volunteer medic for United Hatzola of Israel was less than a minute away. Within 40 seconds, the toddler was connected to a defibrillator and with the help from another United Hatzola colleague, Asher was revived, rushed to a nearby hospital. Thanks to United Hatzola's speedy response, Asher has made a full and complete recovery. Asher appeared with his parents on the lawn of Beit Hanasi, the president's residence, this week to present flowers to the two medics, Raphael Alima and Yochai Cohen. United Atsola founder and president, Eli Beer, also attended. Some 18 years ago, he founded United Atsola after, as a child, he witnessed a bus explosion triggered by a terrorist in his Jerusalem neighbourhood of Beit Vegan. After taking a Magen David Adom life-saving course as a teen, riding ambulances, he decided that a quick speed of response was needed using ambu-cycles. And so, 18 years ago, United Atsola was established. Now they, United Atsola, has helicopters, boats, jeeps, ATVs and ambulances with the most advanced medical equipment. Beer was determined to save 6 million Jewish lives. UH has surpassed that figure. Almost 7 million have been treated since 2007, three-quarters of a million in the last year alone. Hatsola, which has grown into an international organisation, has in Israel 7,000 trained Jewish, Muslim, Christian, Druze, secular, modern Orthodox and ultra-Orthodox volunteer, men, women, working in harmony, 365 days and nights a year. Kolakavod to Ali Beer. We have, of course... Hatsola here in Melbourne and scale. in other states yeah. of Australia yeah. Yeah. and uh Ali Beer. What a what a what a fantastic human we, we being. We have to say Hazaku Baruch to him. What a fantastic achievement. Incredible. Oh, and that's a beautiful twatum to finish off with. And we look forward to next Friday for another series of Meishi's Twats. Gary, I got a, an email from a friend of mine, Leon, asking a question. Is Harry Himmelberg Jewish? He plays for the Giants, GWS. Any any comments there? I don't think Jewish so. Jewish name. Good player. I've seen yeah, him German play. Name. Very good Himmel player. Himmel means heaven, doesn't Himmel is, yeah, Himmel means heaven, doesn't it? So heaven His guy, Himmel. heaven. Himmel is Himmelberg, heaven. he must have Jewish roots there. Or German. Maybe, but he's a good spieler. Very good. Anyway, Jewish history, 14th of Tishrei. We're running out of time. I'll mention a couple of items here, Gary. On this day, the passing of Rabbi Israel Hopstein, the Maggid of Kosnitz, back in 1814. Uh, 
He was a disciple of a number of great Hasidic Rebs, including the Rev Dov Bear of Meseritz. Uh, he was a famed miracle worker, and he authored the famous work Avodas Yisrael, and was one of the uh, disinventors of Hasidim in Poland. That's history for the 14th of uh, Tishrei. I've got a couple of other small articles about this day in Jewish history. Um, Here we go. It marks the Yorzeit Gary of Louis Brandeis, B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S. You heard of him? Brandes. Brandes, Louis Brandes. Famous figure in uh, American Jewry. 14th of Tishrei marks the death of Louis. He was born in 1856, died in 1941, one of the most respected Supreme Court justices in United States history. We pay tribute to him. And he was the first Jew to serve on the Supreme Court, a post he held for 23 years. And he became the model, the brandy brief, for future Supreme Court presentations. And uh, we'll have a look at a few other interesting items for today. 14th of Tishrei, 5784. And let's have a look, Gary. Give a station uh, promo on the uh, membership while I'm looking up some uh, figures here. Enjoy listening to J.R.? Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. The station with the best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. J-Air 88 FM. J-Air is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community. j-air.com.au. Here we go, Gary. I've got them up now. Uh, it's talking about. Uh, let's see. While you're waiting, uh, while <laughs> yeah, you're give a, give a that, shout out while, uh, while I'm doing that. Natanya is going to say a good Shabbos and a hug some out to yeah, everyone. Good Natanya, idea. Natanya, say good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. That's lovely. Hug some Beautiful. Here we go, Gary, for the. Um, corresponding days of uh, what are we? To the 29th of September, correct? And on this day, uh, 23 years ago, Palestinian uh, riots happened, uh, Moshe. Uh, they ignited the, the commencement of the Second in- Intifada 23 years ago on this date. Also, uh, we celebrate tomorrow uh, the birthday of the uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureate, the great Ellie Weisel. He was a great man. He was, he was born in 1928. Uh, also, uh, 29th of September, Israel and the PLO signed the Oslo Second Peace Accords back in 1995. Fat lot of good it did to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Gary. That's a bit of Jewish history. Uh, I've got to give a shout-out to a cover of ours. We had him in as a guest a few uh, months ago. Eddie Moses has got a great art exhibition coming up next weekend, Gary. So I thought I'll give... Uh, An art exhibition? Yeah, and it's free entry at uh, in Malvern. So we'll uh, give him a shout-out. And um, I'll just tell you about him. One of three artists being... Uh, putting their works on display, and um, 
we'll 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 give him a shout out. It it happens next uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the sixth, uh, seventh, and eighth of October at down in the gallery there in Glenferry Road, Malvern. Get along and support the uh, the three artists. Gary, a little bit of word on Sukkot, the festival of Sukkot. Yes, just before you start on that, uh, a reminder that next week our guest will be Justine Sless. Beautiful. The author who's making a return to J.A. to plug her new book on loneliness. It'll be some beautiful. She'll be on in the first hour next week. And if you're listening, Justine, hello. North of the river there. Gary, tonight we commence the... Uh, not only Shabbos, but Sukkot, the season of our rejoicing, Moshe, Zman Simcha Seino, correct? That's it. And Basukot Teshfu, in booths you shall dwell seven days. And there's a, there's a big, uh, there's also, always in Jewish religion, there's a debate. Rabbi Eliezer says it uh, refers to the clouds of glory. However, Rabbi Akiva says, said that it referred to the actual booths that they made to protect themselves from the sun in the, in the Negev. Um, and actually, th- all this happened in the rainy season, didn't it, Moshe? These events in, back in Nissan. The, am I right or not? Yes. Or the opposite to what we are now. Yes, well, usually it rains in Melbourne during Sukkot, but it's going to be beautiful weather this yeah. year. But uh, Nissan, which is the beginning of summer, but we don't uh, erect the uh, the booths then. We have to erect it in the seventh month when it's the rainy season. When, when uh, you know, you go out there, you leave your home, you make your Sukkot your permanent home and your house the temporary home. It's a test of faith, the sukkah, really. You know, you're under Hashem's protection. Uh, we talk about uh, you have to have at least three walls for your sukkah or two and a half. A um, whole lot of different halachas about the sukkah. Uh, the walls have to start at least 11 inches from the ground. There's a whole lot of uh, halachas regarding the sukkah. It's like some trousers I've seen on men. <laughs> yeah. uh, if it's higher than 35 foot, it's possible. It's an invalid sukkah. So beware of that. We talk a little bit about the Arba Minim, which we'll only take this year on the second day, being Shabbos the first day, Yontif. We talk about the Lulav, referring to the spine, the Etrog, the heart, uh, the hadas, the myrtle, and the arava, the willow. Um, that refers to the mouth. The hadas refers to the eye. And uh, these allude to a person's uh, limbs. It's these, everything has a spiritual connection. The etrog atones for the... The heart's evil thoughts, the hadas atones for the evil uh, sights, the arava for the lips. The lulav has only one heart, and so does Israel have only one heart for their father in heaven. It's all about uniting everybody on Sukkot, Achtus, and Moshe. We talk about Ushbizim. We'll talk about more about them next week. Spiritual guests that come each night into the Sukkah, a total of seven, commencing uh, with Avraham tonight. I wonder if there's going to be a Sukkah in Myrtleford. 
Could be. Why? Oh, why? Well, well, they'll certainly have a lot of morsels. <laughs> yeah. It's a great yanthif. It's time to be happy and celebrating the sukkah. Want a couple of Yiddish Averita before we go out? We'll have a time for one at least, Gary. Well, you've got a minute or two. I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of Yiddish Averita starting with F for football. Fablonjit. Do you know Lost. what fablonjit means? Lost. Lost. Bewildered, confused. Faklemt. Uh, Faklemt. Moshe, do you know what faklemt means? Well, it's hard to explain in uh, English. It's Too emotional to talk, ready to cry. Faklemte hearts, faklemte fees, not being able to walk right, clumsy as in clumsy feet. And you gate with faklemte fees, not the footballers though. <laughs> 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 we shall say it word of Torah. We've got okay, very seconds. quick.